0: Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self-Care Podcast.
1: I'm Jill from New York.
0: And I'm Linda from Tasmania.
1: One, two, three, three. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank.
0: Ready to dive in, messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all, mucked up. Let's get going. Oh, there's that voice again that joins us every week, recording <laughs> in progress. <laughs> good morning good evening good afternoon good night mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's dive in you know where we start highs and lows lows.
1: how about you go first and start us off tonight
0: today sure Sure. um highs for me it's school holidays which is a double-edged sword it's a high and a low it's, it can be a little bit more dishes. Definitely more dishes. I literally unpacked the dishwasher and packed it again into. Like, yeah, it was full as well. It wasn't even just a. We can fit breakfast in there. No, it was. It was so full. So, and I, I really do love having them around. They're so good with the littles. The older too, and they. They have their moments as siblings do, where they fight like cats and dogs, and starting to get a little bit bigger now as well. So getting a little bit more challenged with their own bodies and spaces and you know, hormones and stuff. Well, um, but generally, yeah, I love having them about. It's really, really great, great fun. So
1: I know who yeah. to go to for help when I start to get to that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, um, As for my low, I think I I do find it challenging and have done for quite some time in supporting them to have friendships outside school. I think we've talked about this on a previous episode where I will send a message to a mum and say, hey, do you want the boys to catch up? And it's sometimes I'll get met with silence or... a no sorry we can't fit that in around our busy schedule or it just feels really hard (laughs) like how how come it's that hard was it that hard when I was a kid for my mum and dad to (laughs) what and so I, I feel like we sort of say these things of wanting the support and the friendships and the help out there And I think it's become even harder post COVID because I know for our school system, you used to be able to hang around outside the the school door, the classroom door, and maybe this is more when they're younger than when they're older. But to pick them up, you'd have a chat to the mum next to you, and I feel like I made a lot more friends pre COVID, easier,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it didn't necessarily always translate into kids playing together, but post-COVID it does feel a lot harder because people are in this idea now that they don't come onto the school property and sort of hang out and catch up and people have got different schedules and ideas of what that looks like now because during COVID we picked them up essentially off-site. We were encouraged not to come onto the school site. We had to pick them up over the road or over the crossing or that sort of thing, and a lot of people are still doing that so yeah Yeah, interesting
1: Declan schools Mm. like that we all have to stay in our cars and the teachers bring the kids out to the cars or they come from the car so it's just a line of cars in the circle and I've never talked with any of the parents until I either we got invited to birthday parties and that was it (laughs) that's so weird that's (laughs) so bizarre I don't know you Oh, let's see. I can figure out what my high and low is. Oh my goodness. Um, My high is, I think that I'm actually like, I've made a new friend and gotten to spend some quality time with them. So that's been a lot of fun. And the low on that is similar to what you're talking about, Linda, is the fact that we're not connecting with people around us as much because my neighbor, who I had no idea, she I, I didn't even meet her until Declan was probably like six months old, and she walked past my house. And I was like, Oh, hi, you live next to me, and you have a baby. <laughs> and we yeah, it's it's so a little picnic on the front yard, and
0: <laughs> uh huh, uh huh, cool. yeah,
1: so and, now we've that's yeah,
0: friends. Right. Like
1: I I, like, really? So now her and I are talking about having, like, a, a neighborhood mom get together.
0: Yep. And it's a lot of effort, though.
1: Okay, I'm totally <laughs> Let's down. Let's to First off, we have to get together to, like, coordinate That's how we're going to yeah. plan this. <laughs> and we haven't done that yet because no. life, like, just <laughs> so hard
0: yeah. to... Yeah, I've been trying to crack my neighbor who also has a baby around maybe sort of in between these two, who's about maybe one ish. But for ages I didn't even realise she had a baby until I randomly saw them. I don't I don't know. And apparently they've got a dog too. <laughs> I've not seen you walking the dog. How, what happens with your dog? Does somebody else walk your dog? Does your dog walk itself? Why, why haven't I seen your dog? I haven't heard your dog. Like
1: I know I'm at. Like, why are we like so hesitant to be like, hey? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, we, I wave every time I wave. Like I'm, I'm like. Ah.
1: We take a walk. Oh, God, it's crazy, crazy? Like three houses in a row, all with kids, and they all play with each other, but they also all go to school together.
0: Yeah. yeah that Right. All- yeah.
1: And then we walk by and we're like, hey, but they never invite us to like, hey, you want to come no. play with us? And we don't invite ourselves saying, hey, do you mind if we come play with you? And
0: Yep. Yeah. And and I'm the one that weighs high. And they just sort of give me a little glimpse or like, oh nothing. They don't even see me. I'm like, do I need to stand in front of your car and be like flag you down? To try and get your attention or something. There's a lot of pressure I think on us, both internally and externally, to find you know the village concept right Definitely. The, the whole uh, I mean like that takes a village to raise a child, which I fully agree with. I absolutely think we are not designed born or made to do this on our own, one hundred percent at the same time, what does it actually translate to in reality right because, You're in in New York. I'm in Tasmania. We we can't really say, hey, I really, really just want someone to talk to me while I wash my dishes because that's my, one of my, you know, ideal sort of, (laughs) that would be ideal if someone could just stand there and chat to me while I wash the dishes. I think dishes would be, I wouldn't worry about packing the dishwasher after I'd just unpacked it so much. Seriously, theme of the dishwasher
1: these over dishes
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you know like as much as we're definitely 100% there for each other in physical space um distance there's a whole stretch of oceans and towns and cities and (laughs) houses and people between us
1: and when you do have people locally that you uh, I don't know, maybe assume would be part of
0: your village. Like mm-hmm. we still blood have from, blood from a stone. It's yeah. literally, it's really, I find it really challenging. I am I think I'm friendly. I don't think I'm too overpowering. except maybe for that neighbour who I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 please, why would it be? No, seriously. And this is also part of the motivation and drive and, idea behind stories of Sunday Roast and Doll Avenue is connecting communities, actually connecting, not just saying that's what you want, Mm -hmm. not just thinking that it's a great idea and then still sitting on the couch and not really wanting to engage because that's that feels a bit too confronting or hard or much to do because relationships take time to form. You can't just expect to rock up on someone's doorstep and be Best friends for the next five years. Not everybody's cup of tea.
1: And then distance <laughs> even still plays a part when you are close by, mm-hmm. because then, Ooh. like, we both <gasps> have
0: neighbors that we try to be friends. With. <laughs> yeah, I want to. But <laughs> right. I, I've just about given up on that one because you can't really force friendships. Right. and honest. then
1: you have friends that might live. 20 minutes away or further mm-hmm.
0: and then mm-hmm.
1: how dependent can you then really feel on your village to be there for you in person when there's still that distance and they're not mm-hmm. just right there near you And I, I don't know lately I've been feeling this weird thing about a village actually being like a village not just this idea of a relationship between a whole bunch of people Yep. but yeah. actually, so yeah, physically mm-hmm. as
0: well. Yep. So when the boys were about two and four, I actually lived in something called the co-housing. So I moved in with a friend who had a, a little girl in bet- about the in between, probably um, my boys, and so had three kids and the two of us as single parents. And um basically it's like it's like that village concept so it's a it's a <laughs> a little bit like a hub and you've got houses which have got no fences they're all in a commune sort of thing yeah and they're individual houses they're not units or anything like that they used to have uh, weekly meals where they'd do a roster and somebody would cook each week and everybody could turn up and and eat and those sort of things and it was still very difficult to bridge some of those gaps and trusts, even in that environment. Yeah. Because not everybody had kids. Not everybody wanted their kids running and playing at 6 a.m. <laughs> you know, th- there had to be some some boundaries around that, that noise stops at 8 p.m. or start and you know, it doesn't include mowing the lawn at 3 a.m. or something like that. So even with with that in place, there were still some challenges to, to peopling the human side of it <laughs> because it sounds great in theory. It looks great on paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But when you're actually living in it, it's, it, and I look on that experience really fondly because there were some great friendships there. But like I said, not everybody had kids. There were people there that were retired. There were people there that were quite hippie. There were people there that were... Um not there were people there. But it was such a wide variety. And yeah, it was just really interesting to think back to that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do think we need a bit of a, a balance, I still need a bit of a balance, but I just see such a pendulum of one extreme to the other. Because mm-hmm. then there's there's also things like the toxic sort of Facebook groups where you
1: Yeah, when you were not able to rely on the people you thought you were able to for your village, Mm -hmm. you go Mm -hmm. to where there's other people flocking to. And especially in the middle of a pandemic, when we're all not allowed to go socialize any other way but virtually, Facebook became the only place to go to.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) But also became very, very
0: um iffy <laughs> mm. did you have Do you have any experiences when Declan was really little of that I
1: I did not I was in a few Facebook groups but I always stayed on the outside looking in and I yeah. watched and I just left <laughs> 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 like there are certain ones wise I'm still in ones that I, I like have rules, and the people are actually very nice in there, and I've met them in person, and I've been in support groups with them, so I know that it's a safe space for me. And then there's other ones that are just like, yeah, no, nobody needs that kind of negativity or to be brought down. I oh no. 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 mean, they're trying to figure out. Yeah. Like
0: you know, it, again. Out too. We've talked about this before. The the toxic positivity, and sometimes you do just need a good vent. But when you're um, shaming or belittling another mum who's clearly either vulnerable or fragile or tired or mucked up or whatever else, whatever else, that's that's just it, it's not necessary. It, it is quite toxic no, on another really level.
1: Like
0: no way, no. Yeah, it's, um, uh, yeah, and I think that also feeds into the, you know, the pre and post COVID difference. I'm sure that there have been several, maybe not, not heaps of changes in the Facebook side of groups and things, but like I said, a lot of people maybe relied on them a bit heavily during COVID times because that was their outlet or they weren't getting out and that sort yeah. of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I have a question for you, casting back. Uh (laughs) Do you remember when you were a a kid? Did you have lots of play dates, or did your mum and parents have a social circle from your memory?
1: So, I went to a private school that was like, Uh and not everybody else lived near me. So, it was a Uh My parents to drive me to other people's houses, but I had one friend who lived a few blocks away that I met outside of school that I've been with, for, you know, friends with forever. So it was always ah. that we didn't ever have to plan anything. It was just like bring me to Candace's. That's it, and we're hey, Candace is coming over here. So <clears throat> we always had just that one friend that made it easy because they were right down the street from us, and we always played together um I think every other relationship that we tried to have was harder to keep those kind of play dates
0: yeah but and what about for your mom did she make friends with other parents do you think easily
1: I don't think so like even to this Mm. day I got a handful of friends and it Mm. it was just kids in my class that ended up being whether it was from ballet or from school but even still I hardly ever made friends I feel like
0: yeah so, th- so this isn't a new thing this isn't right. a new we have more awareness of it now maybe or we have more education around how important it is for our mental health and self-care uh, and everything else like that so mm-hmm. I, I think this is this is hopefully improving but I, I remember my parents were part of a babysitter's club <laughs> and so it was, it was set up on 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 a concept essentially where you'd have tokens. And so if you you try to exchange tokens and you'd build up tokens um, for each each other's kids and all that sort of stuff, and we used to have sort of the babysitters that we'd maybe appreciate a little bit more than others, the ones that would stay up half an hour late. Or like. We used to have this one called Peter who – reckoned that we made the best sandwiches in the world. I don't think they were actually that good. It was squash <laughs> <scorched> bread and <laughs> a little bit of lettuce we might have found in the bottom of the fridge. And, but every time he'd ask us to make him a sandwich, you know, even though he just had dinner, he just, I just wanted to make one of those beautiful sandwiches. And so we, I, I don't know how many sandwiches we've made, but certainly remember. And then we travelled. They moved further up Australia to Queensland And we travelled and met them in Queensland years and years later. And my mum especially still has friends that she meets with really regularly from that babysitters club. That is so cool. I'd love a babysitters option right now. But I've looked for that in my own search and reaching out to community and there doesn't seem to be much like that out there.
1: I I mean I've gotten from friends the offer like hey let's you know how about you take a day to work and watch I'll watch the kids here and vice versa then you take another day and I've been given those opportunities that I've never just taken up on. Um, but like, mm-hmm. what? Digging deeper, mm-hmm. like, why haven't I taken the opportunity to do it?
0: Yeah. I feel like I've been given those opportunities as well and i seem seen or have been a little unreliable. You know, and someone else's kid will get sick or, you know, things out of our control yeah. all the time. Or it, it sort of takes a lot of coordinating to work out the best day and the best time and mm-hmm. you do this swap over and I'll do that swap over. So it would be interesting to, to see if that's something we can both Aim to work on.
1: Oh, so I'm finding Declan to you for a little while in the plane, yeah. like send him over. Teleport, to him and then you sent your boys here, and <laughs> it he's currently good.
0: tidying the house.
1: Is so. that the, the house swap?
0: Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll take kids swap. Um, we'll both get a lot of time while they're on the plane. <laughs> <flying>. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah. On that on that note. (laughs) Uh, As mucked up as that is, um actually I think that's a good place to wrap it up for this week you. I love it. (laughs) Well
1: then until next week. We
0: hope that you can unstuck your muck. (laughs) Take care. Bye.